This episode of Sluts and Scholars is brought to you by Balesa.co. Balesa is an empowering adult entertainment website for women. Launched just a year ago, Balesa has quickly grown to become a premier destination in porn with millions of women around the world joining the community. So go to Balesa.co to see some steamy videos that prioritize female pleasure, read some of the best erotic fiction on the web, and read some articles that talk about sex, relationships, and female health. Thanks to Balesa.co. Want to hear more? Follow us on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars, or check out slutsandscholars.com. Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars, where we talk smart and fuck smarter. I'm Simone. And I'm Nicoletta. And this week, we have Morgan Bailey, who has dedicated 10 years of her life to fucking and loves being a sex worker. As a trans performer or TS performer, Morgan does a lot to support her fellow sex workers. In addition to her sex work, Morgan is an artist, art gallery runner, cat mom, and happily partnered with her boyfriend. Hello. Welcome, Morgan. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi. for having me on. Okay, so for people out there who don't know, what is a TS performer? TS is a transsexual performer. And how is transsexual defined? Because we haven't had, I don't think we've had any um, non-cis people even on the podcast so far. Yeah. Or even non-binary people. Oh, so wow. You are our first yeah, trans so person. Yeah, so you're going to be a if you don't mind uh, helping to educate us and our listeners, we'd be very grateful about any kind of Oh my words God, you guys should have had somebody else on the show. I'm so bad with this stuff. No, <laughs> I'm not sure it. you'll be Well, great. look, and we know that every person is different, and so we know that you cannot oh, yeah, we're speak not for the entire for, community. Right. Oh no, that's not, right, not what right. I'm asking, but we'll be asking questions for precision in case there's words we don't know or something like that. So TS performer right. means transsexual performer. And what do you think about transsexual that Transsexual performer. What do you think about that word transsexual? Because I think now a lot of people prefer to say trans and have it be like more encompassing of different things. I think just because the word sexual is in it, it kind of puts like um like a weird, um I don't know, like a weird like medical kind of thing on it or oh, something. It makes you feel like you've, got, you've been diagnosed or something, you know? Oh. I don't know. That's the kind of way I feel about it. But I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind it because it is what it is, you know, and it's just a word that like I've known for so long. So I'm just comfortable enough with it. But I could see where like people probably are like, oh, weird. Transsexual is such a weird word, you know. I just like it because it just reminds me of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Sort of. <laughs> but right anyways, on. How did you first like identify with that? Like when was the earliest memory you knew of feeling like you were TS or trans identifying? Well, okay, so I don't identify really as trans. I identify as female. So, mm -hmm. um, and I've always, when you were transgendered, I mean, just from my experience, it's just always, it's always been in my mind that I was born in the wrong body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's just it. You know, I mean, like, I'm, I don't know that, like, I really transition. I think you just kind of, like, develop into who you really are or you don't. Yeah, you like know? a gender affirming. Yeah, kind huh. of. Yeah, absolutely. And, and how did you know that, like, growing up? What were some of the first memories you have of being like, this is not the body for me? Well, it's not even so much that, like, I thought that. Like, I just thought it was completely, like, I don't, like, as, when I was really little, you know, I just thought I was a girl, you know, mm -hmm. and I came over my parents being like, but you're not a girl, you know, but um, it was just, like, it, just, it was just completely natural to me, you know? And then, of course, like, you know, as, like, I got a little bit older, too, it was just... They just, they just kind of learned to live with it, you know, and they <laughs> accepted it. And they're very, uh, they're very supportive. 
And so, so it was uh, it was a, it was an easy thing for me to transition. It was an easy thing for you. I mean, compared to what a lot of people go yeah. through, of course, you know, I've, I've faced a lot of, you know, different adversity and stuff like that with it. But, um, you know, for the most part, though, yeah, I had it really easy compared to what a lot of people go through. Was it as easy to get into porn? <laughs> oh, my God, it was so easy to get into porn. <laughs> yeah, tell us how that happened. Because you transitioned oh from a gosh. non-sex worker to a sex worker as well. So I want to hear about like that. Like overnight, yeah, it was crazy. Um so I'm living here in Illinois, where I'm from originally, and I was young and I was just ready to get out um, of Illinois, you know. Uh, I had thought about doing porn, I guess, for a while. I don't really remember, but apparently, like, my friends were like, oh, yeah, you always said you were going to be a porn star. I'm like, really? Oh, I don't destiny. remember that. Oh. <laughs> Dreams yeah, come true. Yeah, that's crazy, right? So, yeah, that was it. I just decided to send, take some pictures one day, and I sent them to Groovy, and they're like, oh, my God, we love these photos. Let's fly you out to L.A. I'm like, when? They're like, in, like, two weeks. I'm like, perfect. Let's do it. And that was it. I so mean, then you flew the out to L.A. You know? What happened? So you fly out to L.A. Had you I, ever been here before? Oh, my God, that's so crazy. Yeah, I can tell you the story. It's yeah. fun. So we've got time, right? Yes. yes. Oh, we so, have so much time. Okay. 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 So crazy story. I'm living in Illinois, and um, they're going to fly me out to L.A. And I'm seeing this guy, Charlie. How and old are you? He's just like this. At the time? I'm 24 at the time. Yeah, 24. Okay. And so Charlie's kind of like this badass kind of thuggy guy, you know, and I'm like really into this guy, you know, and he's like super sweet. And he totally doesn't show up that night because he's supposed to take me to the airport in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm trying to get a hold of him. Can't get a hold of him. This is so unlike him, right? So the morning comes and I'm like, I got to get to the fucking airport, you know, and I'm young, you know, I'm like, I didn't have a car at the time. Like, I don't think I had a whole lot of money either. So I called my dad and I'm like, dad, I need to ride to the airport. Did he know what you were going for? Well, no. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to L.A. He's like, why are you going to L.A.? I'm like, just come pick me up. I'll tell you on the way to the airport. Okay, all right. So he comes and he, he comes and he gets me, and you know, this is back in the day of the uh, old flip phone. Do you guys remember those? Oh yes, of course. I miss my pink razor. Okay. I had okay. a pink razor. Did you have a pink razor? Yeah, I loved. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah. Oh so, my god, this is a pink um, razor trio. <laughs> it's the trio. So this was a gray. Uh, what was the thing? It was like a gray Motorola at the time, though. Mm. But um. So we're driving to the we're driving to the airport, and I tell him that I'm gonna do I'm going out there to do porn, and he's like, "Really? You sure you want to do this?" I'm like, "No, I really do." Cash? You were just like, "I'm out there to I'm going." Yeah, I'm going to do porn. I'm like, I'm exactly. I'm like, I'm going to LA to do porn. You know, I'm just real frank with him too. You know, we have a really good relationship too. And so he was like, "No, don't." Yeah, he was like, are you sure you want to do that? I'm like, yeah, I do. I'm like, it's my ticket out of here, I think. And he's like, all right, whatever. So I go to open the flip phone to give him the number of Buddy Wood, who I'm going to stay with, um, just so he's got, like, a contact for me, you know? Safe, yeah. And the phone glitches. Right, you know? And the phone glitches out. And I'm like, okay. So, like, I close the phone and reopen it, and, like, nothing's coming up on the screen. The battery is fully charged. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, maybe this is a sign I shouldn't go. And he's like, no. He's like, you get on that plane and go make that porno. He's like, whoever's picking you up at the airport will recognize you from your picture. Your dad like, said really, that? I'm like, really? You really think I should do this? Yeah. I'm like, Whoa, really that's pretty this? supportive. He's like, yeah. He's like, get on that plane and go do it. So that was it. And I did. And whatever happened so, to Charlie, the thug guy? Oh, my God. Yeah, Charlie had gotten shot that night. What? Yeah, Charlie had gotten shot in the back that night. Holy so that was shit. the deal with Charlie. 
Okay, so wasn't that's doctor, like a valid excuse, I guess, for not coming over, right? For sure, for sure. Oh but I had to totally cut him after that too. Is he okay? Obviously, he's alive. He's been shot again since then, though. So good. Yeah, he's doing okay, I suppose. I don't really talk to him anymore. Do you think, oh he, do you think he's a fan? Oh, I think for sure he's a fan. <laughs> Love it. Okay, <laughs> so so you fly to LA, you land at LAX with your dreams in your cardigan. You head to the mm-hmm. valley, I'm guessing. <laughs> exactly. I'm landing at Burbank, actually. Oh my God, amazing. And Burbank is I such walk a better outside. airport. So you guys have been to Burbank, right? Yeah, it's yes. the best airport. I love it. We love tiny. Burbank. Yeah, I always try to fly out of Burbank. So is Buddy there, like it's holding the a sign? Buddy Wood, you said? No. Yeah, Buddy Wood. He's the director of um, Transform. So I go outside, you know, you get like the little like horseshoe or whatever. And I'm just standing there with my bag and I'm like, okay, I don't know who the fuck I'm looking for, you know? So there's this little like shitty, like Acura something. I don't know what it was. It was like this awful car where like, you know, like where the, the fabric on the roof, like the ceiling is like, like pillowing out in the middle and like <laughs> it was just rusted out. And there's this bearded guy in there with these glasses on. And he and keeps, like, driving by real slow. <laughs> he keeps driving by slow. So he drives by, like, two or three times. Finally, he's like, Morgan? And I'm like, oh, my God. I have to get in this car. <laughs> it totally was. And I was totally freaked out. I was yeah, really, sounds kind you know, of freaky. I was stressed at this point. And no you know, phone. I had no phone. Exactly. So I'm like, fuck. So I get in this car, and it's just like this real shitbox fucking car. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm going to get murdered or something weird is going to happen. But you still went. Anyway, like, buddy. Well, what else are you going to do? Yeah, I have nothing. Well, I'm a tough chick. You know, I mean, when it comes down to it. I yeah, your ex Charlie got shot in the them. back. You come from, <laughs> you know how to handle yourself. <laughs> okay, so you get in this. I'm from, I'm from Chicago. Okay, so, so you, you're in this rusty Acura with this yeah I think it was an Acura old man and beard person he well, he wasn't really old just oh. bearded you know and like you know he's just like in his like little like t-shirt and like his little sneakers and who and was like, he it's, it was Buddy Wood oh it was it was Buddy Wood it was director. Buddy Wood okay so he it takes was Buddy you, Wood the director he takes you to his house so we go back to his house and he's like hey I'm gonna get you some food get you set up with some he just wanted to start shooting right away and I was like oh my god I don't know if I really want to do this and it was just kind of weird at first for me I really wasn't into it like at the first moment but then you know totally got into it and staying for the week and shot a bunch of content with um, other people and then of course no, it was all solo stuff at first. Oh, interesting. Okay, so like what was the yeah. first scene that he directed you in? Like, what was Oh my it? gosh, it was like me in the kitchen, I think. I was in the kitchen, and I remember he was like, he was like, you know, taking stills, and he was like, okay, now I want you to put your like knee up on the counter and show me your butthole. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, that just seems so fucking crazy to me. I was such, like an innocent, I was so innocent. It's so crazy look back and think about that. I hadn't thought about that in a long time. And when did you know that you, yeah. that you liked it? I want to know more it. about the scene. You want to know more about the butthole well, on the counter? I just want to know the whole you first scene. Slow down and tell us more details about your butthole on no, the counter. No, not just the butthole. That was just a okay. still, well, she said. I mean, God, I'm just curious like, God, what your experience was, just... was doing. like, Because you said it was a solo scene. So I was wondering what, what he was having you do and like how you did it and went through it. And then we'll talk more well, about I mean, the rest of her okay, illustrious uh, career. <laughs> So there was definitely, there was definitely him pulling his dick out. He was like, I think this will really help you get excited. Did it? And I was like, yeah, go for it. Pull it out. Let's see it. 
And so you were okay with kind that? Of like, I mean, I was, you know, I felt like, you know, it was probably help, you know. And then it ended up being kind of like a, I think it was kind of like a BJ scene, actually. God, I can't even remember, to be honest with you. I have to go back and take a look at it. <laughs> and I hate going back and looking at this stuff, too, because it was like the very beginning. And I really do look so innocent. It's crazy. I'm sure but, people um, probably yeah, really I'm like that in like a fucked up I'm way. Sure Not a fucked did. up way, in a yeah. specific way. Um, and yeah, I got it. Okay, so you were this innocent, this innocent little girl. Pigtail, <laughs> little pigtail. Oh my gosh, okay. A little green and white striped sweater in the kitchen with my knee up on the counter showing my butthole. And of course, like, you know, I had maybe I didn't like know what to say either. Like, I was like, this is so awkward. Like, I'm, I don't know how to talk dirty. Like, I was really coming from like the cornfields of Illinois. Yeah. How to like shoot this porno. Like, it was like, you know, overnight. But then that so, week, you shoot it, you shoot it, you shot a lot. We shot a lot, yeah. We would shoot, like, two or three scenes a day. So that was, like, for, like, the first week. And they shot a whole bunch of content of me. And, and when then, did you um, realize you started to And was the money like good? It? it was great money, yeah. This was, you know, this was 10 years ago. Money was really good back then. Hmm. So, I mean, it's, it was, they, don't, they don't even pay as well as they used to. Yeah, we've been hearing that so, a lot. And yeah, it's crazy, right? how do you feel like it's changed? I mean, I want to hear more of the in-between, but how do you feel like it's changed for um, TS uh, performers then versus now? There was less TS performers then. There was less really attractive TS performers, too. Like you. I mean, you, thank you. <laughs> there was, uh, um, I mean, there was pretty girls, you know, but there was just a lot less of them, and they were a lot older, too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when the first TS porn that I had ever seen was probably from like the '80s, and these girls were like grannies, like they were like old, old. And uh, I was like, "Oh, this is like the most awkward thing I've ever seen." Like, it did nothing for me. And I was like, "Okay, so scratch that idea," you know. And then this was like back in the time of MySpace too. Um, and I started following a couple different girls, and I was like, God, oh, they're so pretty. I'm like, where did these girls come from? Going back to then, you were talking about how it's changed from before and now for TS performers. I think I got into porn, like, right at the end of it being really good, like a good, like a like a thing you could really career out on, you know, and just make good money at. Because mm-hmm. the first year, it was really good money. And then after that, it was just... Um, you just started just being, it was becoming oversaturated. You know, there was just, I mean, there's companies that'll just shoot, you know, anybody and everybody. And there's somebody, there's something for everybody. I completely get that, you know, mm-hmm. but these girls just started crawling out of the woodworks, you know, and mm-hmm. the companies started driving the, the prices down because these girls don't know how to negotiate. I mean, these girls were young too. You know, I'm talking like, you know, contacting the companies when they're still like 16, 17 and lining it up, you know, for when they're 18. So, wow. I know, right? And what were some I mean, of your just, favorite uh, scenes to do at that time? I mean, probably my first few hardcores. I mean, that was like so hot. That's how I was like really sold on, you know, being a performer. What do you define as hardcore? Um, like, you know, like a, like a partner, like a partner, I guess a partner scene. So any scene with a partner not, is not hardcore. Solo. Anything, oh. Well, anything that's not solo, I guess, yeah. Is hardcore. Got it. So is most TS porn solo stuff? A lot of it's solo stuff, but I mean, no, it's not. I think a lot of it is, uh, a lot of it's fucking. A lot of it's moved into like lesbian TS stuff too. 
Yeah, so speaking of, like, moving and things like that, we had Jessica Drake on the podcast, um, like, a couple months ago, and she talked about how she was really um, committed to having TS performers in her new feature. Um, right on. And she did, and she had a scene with, I think, two or three TS performers, and she was really, really committed to that because she spoke about being frustrated about this kind of bifurcation in the industry between TS performers and... Uh, mainstream or cis or not even I, I don't know exactly what the what the words are and right. so I was curious about your experience of that and how you think the industry is moving I mean it's definitely moving in a great direction it's moving in a forward direction I think that um, women taking more like directorial um, power and owning their own content and like just shooting their own stuff um is making a huge difference right now and taking mm-hmm. it kind of out of the hands of men. As I'm, Not to sound sexist or anything, but, you know, I mean... That there's more opportunities for women it. to take ownership over their work in the industry. For sure. And they're just better to work with and work for, you know? I mean, there's no sexual agenda. Like, you know, there's no real agenda other than just wanting to create beautiful stuff, you know? And being that you're a woman and identify as that what is it like for you to be placed into a category that you don't necessarily identify with like it sounds like if you're saying I'm a woman why can't you just be in women porn as opposed to having to say TS Hmm. Mm, I mean okay so like backtracking a little bit on that I mean TS is what it is you know Mm -hmm. I do have a a penis you know Mm -hmm. and I mean a functioning nice penis you know (laughs) and I love I love my penis you know yeah so, I mean, I am comfortable with being trans, um, yeah. but I don't, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, you only, you only have female and male to check off on, you know, like a form or something. I'm not going to check male because I don't identify as that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just, that's just the way I look at it, you know? How do you think, think you were able trans, to? I think transgender is just, like, it's such a medical term. I guess female and male is both a medical term too, but. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It just it's It's more about the concept of woman even. So if we like step out of the of the like the biological or anatomical or whatever scientific language that we're talking about with like how you feel about the word transgender or female or male, like it's really kind of what woman is, which to like to me woman really is uh like an inner concept. An inner concept, but also a social construct. Like, I think what we decide as a society as woman is like certain— People would say that you can't be a woman and have a penis. Right, and I don't agree with that because I think that what woman is has nothing to do really Mm -hmm. with necessarily— Absolutely. No, I totally agree with you. Well, I mean, mean, just let's let's forget the whole transgender thing. Let's just look at, like, men and women. You know, there's—you identify or you act, you know— many different ways, you know, no, like, you're not, you, the two of you guys are probably, I don't know, maybe I don't know anything about you, but you guys probably have a lot of differences. Maybe one of you is, uh, maybe one of you wears a baseball cap more or whatever, or like is more butchy than the next or whatever, you <laughs> There know? are different, no baseball caps that, for either, but there are differences. <laughs> for sure. But you know, I mean, that's just it too, you know, and then you're just, I mean, you're just throwing a penis on it, you know? Exactly. So that's really what it is. And I think it's how you identify, you know, there's a lot of, People that don't identify as transgender but are definitely more, um, I don't want to say androgynous because that's probably not the word I'm looking for. Gender but queer? Like, gender queer, I guess. And, and not and like, and they wouldn't even identify as gender queer, but they are. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's more just like non-normative. Like I think right. I like 
there's like three, not, and I think there might be more, but my understanding of bodies and gender <clears throat> and sexuality is that there's kind of your biological sex, quote unquote, which is where we get that male-female binary from, which isn't even real to begin with because there are intersex babies born every day. And there are some right. scientists that would argue that there's even five sexes. Um, and it's not just, you know, not everyone is just XX or XY, and then you're, you have all sorts of things going on. So then there's that sex. And then there's gender, which is more, you know, feminine, masculine, which is, I think, where that man-woman thing comes into play that we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, for people about. who don't know the differences, you can search the gender-bred person oh, um, yeah. online, and that might help you differentiate that, you know, there's differences between orientation, and your orientation doesn't define your gender, gender and identity gender and all of that. But your sex I'm curious how you got to a place where you could love and accept um, your penis. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't always like that either, you mm. know? But yeah, Because a lot of trans folks now. that I've, I'm a therapist, and a lot of trans folks that I've worked with, um, at one point in their life have talked about, you know, either wanting to get rid of it in some way or feeling like this isn't supposed to be here or do I cut this off? Like, why is this here? And so I wonder how right. you got to a place where you were like, I love this and I feel good about being a woman and having this penis on my body. I think it was just finding a community too, you know, and um, I think going out to LA was definitely, you know, moving out to LA was a huge thing, you know, for me just because... Out here in Illinois, like, it's, you know, it's nice, whatever, you know, it's home, whatever. But LA, <laughs> you know, that's been my home for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And the reason is, you know, it's not just because of the great weather or the whatever. It's because of the community, you know. And I think that kind of just, like, opened my eyes and showed me, like, you can be, you can be whoever the fuck you want, really. I mean, you don't have to conform to one way. Because when I was, when I was, like, 18 and started taking hormones... Like, you couldn't have your sex change on your ID without having surgery. You had to have wow. surgery. You had to have, like, confirmation of that um, for, the like, the courts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that changed, you know, thank God, like, years ago. That's but insane. I know. Right? I can't even imagine, like, like uh, excuse me, Ms. Bailey, please lift your skirt so we can confirm that you're a woman. That's, like, so insane. I'm just, like, imagining, like, a courtroom scenario where— where someone would do that. Yeah. I'm hoping they don't do that ever. So I think we were talking about, yeah, how you got to a place where you felt um, like ownership of and confident with your penis. Um, well, first of all, I realized it was making me money. Um, mm -hmm. And then I also, um, I, was, I, started, I, I lessened my hormone dose too quite a bit. And um, it was sort of functioning a lot better. And Did you, I realized is that the I reason that you reduced your hormones? I reduced my hormones for porn, for sure. Okay. I mean, I was on such a high dose then, like, I couldn't even, like, shoot a load. Like, I had no cum. Got it. So, um, aside from being, like, really frustrating, too, like, to have, like, an orgasm, like, and it's just not the same, like, if you're not coming, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so, I really was like, you know, I don't really feel like I need all these hormones, really, even, like, I mean, you do need some level of hormones, I suppose, you know, for... You know, like, a, you know, a lot of physical stuff, you know? Um, but, you know, I just, like, I don't know. I, what, what's, what's right for one person is not right for the next, you right. know? What made you decide to, to keep your penis and just lessen the hormones as opposed to doing something else? Because I just realized that I really enjoyed my penis. I was like, you know what? Why would I go through? I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. It makes yeah. money, so now it's my friend, you know? Yeah. And Does it have a name? I'm like, 
No name, no. Just yeah. my cock or my dick. I don't have a name for it. <laughs> Do you have any advice for people have... out there who are trying to come to terms with, like, enjoying their penis? I mean, the way I look at it is this. Like, my advice to you is, you know, look deep inside yourself. You know, especially if you just started transitioning to the idea. It sounds really appealing, maybe, because I know when I was young, I definitely wanted to have gender confirmation surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what they call it now. Yeah. Um, but I have just I have absolutely no interest in doing it. Um, when I was, I mean, my advice is just to, if it's not for you, it's not for you. If you're really dying to get rid of it, you cannot stand looking at it. Then mm. I think there's something even deeper psychologically yeah. going on there. Oh, it's definitely. not a thing. That's a psychological thing. And I know you said that you enjoy making money with that and with your penis. So what is it like for you to know that you are a commodity or a fetish for some people? I mean, I really accept that. You know, people have asked me a lot, like, do you mind being fetishized? You know, I don't because it makes me money, you know? Um, And I also appreciate the fetish, you know? I mean, I have fetishes too, you know? Um, It makes you feel good. And Yeah, and I'll tell you, like, if someone wants to appreciate me, fucking appreciate me. Go for it, you know? Uh I have nothing against that, you know? I mean... There's definitely, I wouldn't date somebody that necessarily just fetishized me, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, but I'll definitely play with them, you know, I'll definitely have a good time. Yeah. How is it dating both as a, a porn performer, as a woman with a penis, and as a woman with a penis who does porn? It gets a little complicated sometimes. <laughs> um, Tell us more. Yeah, for sure. A little complicated sometimes. Um... I honestly, I mean, I was married for a short time and I've been in like a slew of relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, and I knew when I wasn't into it and I knew when I was kind of into it. And there was a couple of times where I thought that I was in love. I definitely know that I'm in love now. Mm -hmm. Um, I know, right? It's really sweet. And, uh, you know, the uh, relationship thing is just weird. You know, people, the porn thing is more of a problem than the trans thing Mm -hmm. because, People, you know, that's something that, you know, coming into just like going on a date, you know that I'm trans, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I really don't like dating anyone that like knows me as Morgan um, or really is like a fan, I guess, you know, like, oh my God, I love your movie. So I'm not, not dating anyone, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And you've got to keep that to yourself for sure if you do. If you're watching them, then I don't know about it. Like, um, not that I don't want people watching my movies. I want everyone watching my movies. It's just not the person like I'm dating to be like. They, they didn't find you from yeah. your movies. Yeah. Obviously, I want them to be into me for my brain and for my, you know, what's going on inside my head. Um, and I'm inside my heart, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When feels like a appropriate so, time for you to like tell people about your career and, and your penis? Or do, is that like a first date before first date conversation? Um... If there's not going to be a second date, then no, obviously, leave it alone. If there's going to be a second date, then for sure. I want to get the cat out of the bag right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how has it been to be share that? With somebody, yeah, how do you say it? And how do they respond? I'm really frank, you know. Um, I feel like, what do you do for a living? You know, I'll just come out right out and say it, you know. Because mm-hmm. I really don't see any point. And I mean, how do you really, you know, how do you curtail around that, you know? Have you seen so people? just get it out. And I don't. 
And that's the other thing too. Like dating is gets it does get awkward because people's families get involved too eventually, and that's always very awkward. You know, when their families find out what you do for a living. Well, yeah. There's always like they don't want them to find out, so like you have to fucking you know lie. I'm not a liar. Like, right. I have a hard time. I've done it in the past. You know, just you know to help somebody else out with that. And it sounds like you really love your work and feel proud of it. So not wanting to like go back on that. Well, no, yeah. I mean, I'm not a closet fucking performer or, you know, I'm definitely, I'm an advocate, you know, of, of sex workers and of, you know, just, um, and, and just like, you know, feeling empowered to do what you want with your body, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a brilliant thing to be able to resell the same exact product, you know, thousands of times, you know? And if yeah. you can do that, you're, you're fucking doing something really brilliant and smart you know yeah um and you should be proud of it you know and you should be empowering um for other people too you know try to empower other people too and you can only do that if you're confident you know if you're in the closet then you're you're in the closet you know yeah have you ever have you faced any kind of um stigma from you know as being a porn performer in your regular life either from I don't know if you have any other jobs or from partners or family um it sounds like your dad was pretty on board from the get-go well maybe not when you were growing I up mean, but yeah no I I'm sure that um I guess I haven't really experienced too much I don't I don't share um like, when I was married, I was living in Tennessee. It was a really conservative, and I became really good friends with the neighbor lady. And I never told her until I was leaving my husband that um, I, what I did, because I knew it was probably going to come out eventually. Yeah, wow. And, you know, I became such good friends. I was like, I just want you to know, you know. And she was really pretty cool with it, and I really didn't expect her to be at all. Like, you know, it's very conservative down there, obviously. Definitely. It's like, you know, Bible Belt, and yeah. Um. But, you know, I mean, yeah, I, don't, I haven't really gotten a whole lot of... I mean, I I get along famously with everybody, yeah. I'm yeah, just you're like, pretty, yeah. You're a pretty affable Easy person, to get along I would with. say. How do you... Who do you feel like are your biggest fans? Like, is there a certain demographic that you feel like really enjoy your work? Or is it just anyone and everyone? Um, As far as porn goes, I think it's just a really wide demographic now. I mean, I get a lot of... um. I get a lot of, like, uh, younger guys, you know, that are uh, looking for escorting services or looking for, you know, like, um, domination-type services. And they're usually military guys. I don't know. Interesting. What What do you think that's about? I don't know. But there's, like, this, yeah. Or, like, personal trainers, too. I think maybe it has something to do with, like, a surge of testosterone or... Maybe they're just, I don't know. You know, there's, that's so psychological, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you find but there that, is, there is a pattern for sure. Do you think that you're, fa- I'm just curious. I think there's definitely like a stigma with porn consumption and people are loath to even admit that they watch porn. Do you think that it's even greater for admitting that they watch TS porn or do you think it's on the same level? Mm, I think it's not on the same level. I think that it's probably greater for TS porn. Yeah. Which is maybe why a oh, lot of people sure. like it because of the stigma, but they just don't want to tell mm-hmm. people about it. I think so, for sure. I mean, it's taboo, for sure. Like, you don't, people really don't talk about what kind of porn they want, you know? Um, yeah. I guess well, we, we do. do. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you do, yeah, but you know you're like your average show, though. Yeah, definitely. Totally. We are not an know? average show. <laughs> My partner's no, name is Joe. No, guys are definitely Nicoletta's not. partner's no, name is Joe, which is funny. I kind of, I kind of got that. <laughs> so what are your, no, what are your I, favorite things about porn? My favorite things about porn? Like, yeah, like, like what keeps you in it? Or, um, it's the empowerment, you know? It's not just the sex, it's not the money. It's definitely not the money anymore. I mean, you have to really want to be in this fucking business if you're... If you're in it career-wise, you've got to put so much work into it, you know? Mm-hmm. You guys perform? No. No. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, like, you have to put so much into this, you know? Um, it's it's more of, like, you know, it's not just the performing. It's definitely, like, the... Um, it's it's what you're, what you're teaching, too. I mean, it's very educational in a lot of ways, you know? And if you're going to make a career out of it, like, you can't just... Uh, you know, you just don't dabble in it. You have to be all in or it's nothing. Mm-hmm. So, Well, are, do you feel like you're I mean, still all in? Because it sounds like, you you know, you don't live in L.A. now and you're doing other stuff with art and things like that. Like, are you kind of separating yourself from it a little bit? Or are you able to keep up a career, you know, in your own place? After 10 years of performing, I'm just ready to move in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, are you in direct? With a lot yeah, that's exactly what I'm moving into. So yeah, I am. I'm. I'm starting. I had a started a production company and will hopefully be getting a website launched here in the very near future. And oh my god! That's really all I can share about it, but it's really you freaking heard it exciting. And this, it's yeah, for sure. And um, and I'd love to share more with you guys when it definitely comes out. Oh, um, absolutely! But it's really kind of. I mean, it's something that's probably, no, I'm sure we've seen it before, but I think the way that I'm going to do it is just going to really kind of, it's, it's kind of for everyone. Well, so, I don't want to give we'll away your business plan or have anybody take your ideas, but do you feel like there are things in porn right now that you'd like to see more of? Um, or less of? Or less of. Um, what would I like to see more of? I mean, I don't know how much porn you guys watch, but everything that King puts out is so impressive, and I always love working with them over the years. Um, King, I would King. like to com. see more freedom. Yeah, um, I'd love to see more freedom with like, uh, like peeing. Like, I just don't think there's enough peeing going on in porn. Okay, um, okay. And that's something that I'm totally into. Yes, tell um, us, tell us more. Visa being is, being visa peed on or peeing or both. Both being peed on or inside of, or you know, doing it, you know, vice versa or whatever. I think pee is so fucking hot. I really do. Have you always um, thought that, or like, did you agree to do it no, for a scene and then you were like, I, "Whoa, this is fucking awesome"? Yeah, no, an ex totally got me into it, and he would like pee on my leg in the shower at first. Like he just thought I was like I thought it was just like being stupid, and then I'm like, "You really want to pee on me?" And he's like, "Oh, I really do." And then I would yes. pee on him, and we're peeing on each other. And I was, you know, I loved it, you know. And then, like, it's something that, like, that's something I guess is kind of hard to bring up. Like, I have like a tickle fetish. I have no problem talking about that. But you're like, but, like hey, I want to pee in your you, butthole. Is a little more difficult yeah, to say. <laughs> it's a little more difficult to say for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely in a place right now where I don't have to worry about. Um. I don't. I can just speak so freely with the guy that I'm seeing right now. It's so nice. That's awesome. So we're like really in tune. It's really really nice. And um, 
Yeah, everything's good. Oh, so. Morgan, it seems like you have so much going for you. We are so happy and glad that you took the time to speak with us today. It's been a real treat getting to know you. I'm sure our listeners are going to want to continue to know you and get to know you better. So how can they find you on social media? Um, on Instagram, for sure. Morgan Bailey Baby. On uh, Twitter, if people are using it still, it's number one. Like the numeral one, mm-hmm. Morgan Bailey. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys so much for having me. You guys are both so awesome. I love talking to you. Oh, well, you're welcome back anytime. And please keep us posted on your new projects. And for listeners, if you want to hear more from us, you can follow us on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars, and email us at Sluts and Scholars at Gmail. And don't forget to tune into our new show on SiriusXM Vivid Radio Channel 415. Bye.